Yeah. Let's start it. This is episode number one of the Technically Diverse podcast. Today, we're going to introduce all the members of the Quadcast group. I'm your host, Jordan. Co-hosting the pod is our resident adrenaline junkie, Ruby. Welcome, everyone. Behind the scenes and working his magic is Uncle Mike. Remember, if it ain't Mike, it ain't right. Right is right. It's how you guys doing today? And keeping us in line and doling out law and order is our producer, Peaches, a.k.a. Roz. Hey. So, everybody, I'm glad that uh, you could be here today. Momentous occasion as we kick off the Technically Diverse podcast. This podcast is really a crew coming together to discuss current events through our lens. All of us are people of color. We all want to talk about how tech plays a role with current events. And we also want to offer our insights on technology outside of our professional roles in the industry. So that being said, let's kick off our introductory podcast by getting to know, you know, who are the members of the Quadcast crew? What, 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 why do you even want to be here on Technically Diverse? And we're going to get things kicked off right now with Ruby. Well, Ru- well, before you start with me, Jordan, I feel like I want to hear about you because you just brought us all here. And who are you? Like, how are you hosting me right now? Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, who the hell are you? Okay, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm, I was being rude, um, but that's fine. Uh, so my name is Jordan. Um, I've been in the IT industry for a number of years now. Uh, I think it's approaching nine years, uh, which is crazy. Um, I'm really passionate about technology, um, the way it kind of helps people. And, um, you know, I, I wanted to do this podcast with all of you because of our professional connection, but also because um, being minorities, I think that we could bring something really interesting to the table to talk about, um, you know, through our own eyes. And uh, I want to do something good. So I think that this is the start of that. And um, I'm super excited to be here uh, with you all. Thanks, Jordan. So I'm going to then be like, hey, hi, thanks, Jordan. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So I'm, uh, so it's Ruby. Uh, I'm a, a child of Punjabi Sikh immigrant parents. And, you know, I, I've dabbled in a little bit of abstract art. Uh, I have a law degree and I make a living in the IT industry. And how I'm here today is actually Jordan was like, hey, I'm going to start this podcast. And I was like, please let me be a part of it. Because, uh, you know, in our past lives, we've um, been in the same work environment. And for me, um, I'm excited to do this because it lends an, a voice to a lot of our experiences and experiences I've had in specifically in corporations. And, and I think if we can kind of continue voicing our opinions and engaging other people, we can really minimize that, that gap of um, bias that's out there. So that's kind of what I want to get out of this and be able to connect and network with new people. Sweet, Ruby. Thank you so much for that. Um, in following order, let's go to Uncle Mike. Hey. Okay, so for me, you know, why I wanted to do this is not only because you asked, but it, it, it's <laughs> one of those things where, um, you know, going through this year, what's, what's been happening, not this year, la- last year, and leave that behind, um, going through what happened last year with 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 all the systemic racism that, that's happening, I'm realizing with different things 
you're not alone. You know, little things, it could be little things. And I, I think I had mentioned this to you before, you know, when you're watching the news and you see something get arrested and you sit back and say, I hope he's not black, you know, th those little type of things. Um, I, I, there's a lot of stories that are out there that people do or that people experience that you, you're not alone. I like to hear those experiences from people and I'll share my experiences because it, it can help somebody, you know, myself you know i'm i'm a parent i'm a, i'm a parent i'm a i'm a husband um you know i i love playing playing with my kids i always tell them they're my favorite athletes um i like to coach kids you know i like giving back and i like staying connected right so you know everybody that i meet i don't try to burn any bridges i'm sure there's some that i have burned <laughs> out there that i have too bad um, but but you know that that stuff working with with kids um it's it's the thing of how this is one way how I can stay connected and and work that reach to a bigger network of, of people right so I hope to be able to share my experiences and and you know maybe even bring people in so that we can we can talk to them and, and hear more experiences out there that that was well said Mike wow and I know with the pod and coming together you know we were really stressed out um, just because, you know, we wanted to have the best producer in the game and, you know, mm -hmm. you know, specifically we wanted to get the producer that basically had the highest IQ score. And we, we went out there and we were, we were able to, you know, go into an intense negotiation, but we got Roz to be part of the podcast. Um, Peaches, Genius. why don't you go ahead and tell us why, why you want to be part of the, the pod and, you know, and bless us with your, your gigantic IQ. <laughs> best intro ever thank you for guessing me up thank you Jordan I appreciate all of that uh, so my name is Roz Rosalind and I'm a child of Jamaican parents I grew up in Grenada I studied computer system engineering technology Jordan calls me a genius because I graduated when I was 19 but I do not consider myself a genius in any way uh, I now work in the diversity equity and inclusion SAS space and I'm a producer of the Technically Diverse uh, podcast. And I'm very passionate about DEI, the environment, mental health. And pre-pandemic, I used to love warming up Jordan's seat in the office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do not leave your chair unattended because if Ross sits down and you come back, it will be on fire. Like that is there's an inferno. There's no doubt about that one. Um, Literally no one else thinks that. <laughs> I, I feel that I shortchanged myself during my intro, but, um, you know, I'll shed some light on, like, who I am as we go through the podcast. Um, I definitely, as I mentioned, a person of color, um, you know, I have a Jamaican heritage, that's where my parents are from, and uh, I've grown up here in, in the GTA and, and had the pleasure of um, interacting and, and meeting a lot of cool people along the way, so very very excited that we could do this pod and, and kind of bring um uh, a mind uh, a voice to some of the minorities that are working in uh, the tech industry because quite frankly um the, the 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 dominant um people i would say from a race perspective that are in the tech industry definitely don't look like us so um uh, happy happy to to have this pod so let's kick things off with our icebreakers um if we're going to go on a journey together, we got to know who we are and, you know, the audience deserves to know more about us. So um, let's pivot. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to start off by telling you guys about what my first cell phone was, because it's always fun to, to go back. Um, I had an AudioVox cell phone. Um, it was from Bell. 
Um, and the highlight of this AudioVox phone was the fact that it was one of the first phones to market that had a color LCD screen, not only on the inside of the flip phone, but it had a color LCD screen on the outside of the flip phone. Um, so and to get an idea of, of, you know, how old I am to date myself. Um, we're talking about flip phones here and color LCD screens. So um, I'll leave you to your imagination to kind of to put that together. But Ruby, why don't you tell us what was your first cell phone? So I don't know the specs like you know your phone. All I know it was a Nokia and it was small. Like back in the day, like I think like you prided yourself on how small your phone could be. And now like I fully well have a tablet in my hands all the time. Um, but cool. like a funny story I'll say about my phone is, you know, a lot of people in high school had their beepers and were starting to then get like cell phones. And I was not allowed to have a cell phone. So I would think like on the DL, should I go like, you know, get a beeper so people can contact me? But I, I never got to that. And I got my first cell phone when I started university. And that's when I was allowed to have one, but it was small. So that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> it's like every Nokia phone ever. Can I have a small candy bar like Nokia phone? But yeah, that's every Nokia phone from like 1998. <laughs> No, there's some Nokia phones that were longer. This was like the, I think the like the big rave back then was it was no longer the longer Nokia, but it was like, like half the size. I, I remember those. I remember those. I was actually working at Bell at that time. <laughs> so, so Mike, what was your first cell phone? So you said you were um, dating yourself. So I got a cell phone in my last year of college, right? Because I started to work for a uh, uh, I started work for um, on the side for this company and they gave me a phone because they wanted to be able to get in touch with me. Right. But the only thing carrying this phone around, it, it was huge. It was a, it was a brick phone. Right. So those old Motorola ones that, you know, I think you used to see like back in 1990, cause this was, this was 1990. Yeah, it was, it was 1990. And um, I, I used to carry it around in my, in my bag. It was huge. It was heavy, had this long antenna on it. It wasn't, it wasn't comfortable to, to, to carry around right and and think about it i was in college and i was one of the first people to have the phones right not not a lot of people had a phone and everybody wanted to see this phone when i when i when i had it right ugly ass phone that i had <laughs> but but yeah it was a it was an old motorola phone a brick phone it was a good so weapon so i was safe <laughs> so all, I'm, all i'm picturing is like when i used to watch saved by the bell and zach morris had that big break phone like, that was, was that the phone <laughs> that was right. that was the phone uh-huh yeah Roz, how about you what was your first cell phone so i am fairly young and so i had my first phone when i was in like grade seven oh my oh, when you goodness. graduated high school wow. <laughs> yeah. she was she was she was getting ready to submit her thesis around that time to, no, to wrap things that up. was before i started skipping grades um, so I, I was in grade seven. Skipping, sorry, did hashtag, we just bypass hashtag, hashtag humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, grade seven, it was a Samsung phone. And on the surface, it looked like one of those regular Nokia phones. But if you turned it to the side horizontally, you could flip it up. And there was a whole Oh, oh I know those phones. I love those phones. I love yes. those. Like, so I, it was... It was a Samsung Gravity T something, can't remember, but it was gray and green. And I remember thinking, oh yeah, look at me type. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I 
miss those. I miss those horizontal phones because, like, especially with the flips too, when you close it to hang up on something, it was so satisfying. <laughs> that nice click going. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I've seen some newer uh, flip phones coming to market, so I hope they kind of catch on because I feel kind of cell phones are boring now. They're all the same, like basically square. Like, what was your favorite favorite phone? Like, in all the phones, like you've all had like we've all had what what do you think has been your favorite phone like i understand like the latest phones now like are integrated with so many apps but you know there are so many phones i've gone through and i could probably say i had a phone that looked like a blackberry but it was a samsung phone right so blackberries with the with the (laughs) keyboard on it right and it was cardinal red right and and it had the the first version of the microsoft phone os OS, yeah Yeah, right and i I love that phone and actually i've stayed samsung ever ever since right that was that that was like maybe 98 2000 (laughs) talk about brand loyalty yeah Um, yeah ruby like you I, i had this really memorable nokia but it was it was when they started to make them actually bigger because I think at this point everybody was thinking that the BlackBerry was the thing to copy. So it was like this Nokia device that kind of looked like a, a BlackBerry, but it had a super square screen, and the body of it was made out of like aluminum, so it had this nice feel to it. And I remember it having an app store um, and a full keyboard to be able to type. I felt like such a badass with this phone. I just. <laughs> It was so cool, and it was at the time where like a device like that wasn't that popular. So when I did take it out, it was kind of special because this was back when you know, like like I was alluding to before, cell phones were kind of different. Like now they all kind of look the same, but before, like and you, you guys can chime in. Like cell phones used to be different. Like there were different form factors, but yeah, yeah just a great phone. Well, uh, well I miss playing. I miss playing Snake on my Nokia phone. But I, and also, what I'll say about the Nokia phone. It was indestructible. Like, like I literally did throw my phone off like the fourth floor balcony by mistake. <laughs> like it was just like you, you know, just the, by mistake. You just wound up your hand muscles and just you know, it's back in it. it's back in my uni days. So it's you know, it. it yeah, we heard something <laughs> like that could have oh, happened. Yeah. And and and, and audience, don't worry. We're gonna, we're gonna deep dive into those uh, <laughs> stories as this as the pod goes along. Don't you worry. <laughs> Uh, my my favorite was actually not mine. It was my mom's phone, but I used to use it like it was mine. She had a Motorola Razor, and I was able to download games on that. That was the first one that we were able to like download whatever kind of game you wanted beyond just Snake, and that phone was awesome. <laughs> Sweet. Um, well, you know, cell phones are cool and all, but. Um... Being that this is a, a podcast celebrating diversity and, you know, diverse perspectives, um, I think it, we'd be remiss if we didn't, you know, talk about um, an experience that you've had as a, a person of color. And, you know, we've, there's all sorts of experiences, but let's, let's specifically key on, key in on strange experiences that you've had as a, as a person of color that um, maybe somebody from a, another, um, you know, culture um, or another race might not understand. So um, let's kick off again. Uh, Mike, why don't you go ahead and share a story? Because I, I know you've got tons of these ones. Yeah, yeah. I actually I actually got two, two, two quick ones. Um, I always used to hate in school when the kids would ask me, um, 
why the palm are your palms white right like that that it always used to piss me off you know you know why your palms white you know i don't know why your lips red it's still that type of type of thing right um as i got older and had and had kids i was at daycare one time and um you know i was picking up my son and this this asian kid came up to me and he was just standing there looking at me he's just looking looking up right i said yeah. i said hi he looks at me and, he, and then he he turns to me he and he looks like he wanted to ask me a question. And then, and then I, I, I you know, kind of looked at him like, you know, what? You know, and he turns to me and he says, why your head black? <laughs> right? <laughs> right? And I was like, what? He goes, why is your head black? And I was like, he, he kind of stumped me. And I was like, so I was really just said, you know, because I was born that way. But I actually thought of it afterwards and I thought, well, you know, kids are real true. They, 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 they tell you what they're thinking. And I, I was kind of glad that he had the courage to come up and ask that question and then not think of something for the rest of his life. <laughs> you know, so those, those are kind of, you know, there's, there's more, but those, those are the two that kind of come to mind. I'm just wow. baffled by why your hands, you're like white. Like yeah, that one always gets to me. Because we all so have that. Actually, about ashiness that different... or the actual color of your palm. No, not ashy. My hands aren't ashy. <laughs> 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 it's the color, though. You know why, why they why they white? You know, put your hand out. Because I think all of us people of color have that that shade, like two different two different yeah. shades. Because like yeah. the tanned uh -huh. and darker, like and then the palms being, you mm. know. People that's of really non-color have it too, really. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. <laughs> so, so Roz, what, what, what's been your weird experience? Because you've got to have a few. Yeah. So, seeing as I spent most like like all of my like teenage years in Grenada, which is like ninety percent black, I I didn't experience any weird POC moments or as many weird POC moments un until I, I came back to Canada and at my, and at, at a workplace once, I usually transition my hair between like natural, I might wear a wig one day, I might like do braids the next day. And I, the week before I had my hair, I was wearing a straight wig. And then the following week I had my hair in like a high puff, like all of my hair out. And a lady walked up to me and she was like, oh no, you changed your hair back. I liked it so much better when it was straight. This is like, eh. Oh, oh my gosh. I, I, I couldn't even like find words to have a reaction. I just looked at her like I was blinking. My jaw, I'm pretty sure it was like, my mouth probably like agape. And I looked at the people beside me and just to make sure that everyone else heard the same thing that I heard. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not gonna get angry. I'm just gonna walk away. Okay, bye. <laughs> it's it's always funny when you look to the side to to to, to co like, is this yeah. did you what? She just didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Ruby, uh, how about you? What's your uh experience? So I, I was thinking about this and this is the time when I was actually studying in Australia and I was sitting at a bus stop and I was sitting next to a, 
an older a white lady like she seems sweet and she's and she said <laughs> go back she said go back home and i was thinking maybe she was referring to because i was so naive i was thinking maybe she's like thinking i'm getting on the wrong bus i'm like no i'm not going home i'm going to the mall she's like your people need to go back home i'm like oh you're being racist right now i'm like <laughs> <laughs> i was like well where would you like my people to go i'm like my people have been in Australia as well since like, you know, early, early, like what, 1910, 1901. And I, I didn't know what to say to her because it was just so like, especially when I thought she was just trying to be nice to t get me on the right bus, <laughs> but she was actually just saying, get the hell out of here. <laughs> that is so aggro. Like, and to start it off as a conversation like that, nah, go back home. Like, it's I, so weird. Like, how, what? arrogance do you have to be at like you really have to be feeling yourself to like turn to someone and then i think home. and i think at that time like sometimes you just don't even have a response like to ross's point like it's just so baffling it catches you off guard you're just like well i i i just i'm lost for words <laughs> like and you can't even be like am i angry right now like and then as i was on the bus i was like whoa i wish i just you know got a little bit violent there but i didn't <laughs> i know i know what you mean yeah Let's let's hear about Jordan. So okay, so this one I'm probably gonna like harp on, you know, from now until forever. But um, there's a Jamaican dish. It is absolutely delicious. It is a treat if you can have it. Um, it'll bring nothing but warmness to your heart, um, good feelings to your stomach. Um, it'll instantly improve your day, and it can make you a better human being. Um, the dish is called oxtail. Mm. and every time I eat this or mention it that I'm going to get it especially in a work setting or um, if someone's not around or they're not you know aware of the dish or they don't know what it is every time I mention I'm going to eat oxtail they, they stick up their nose in a particular way and they go oh what's that like oh oxtail and it it really irks me because it is absolutely delicious. And beyond the food stuff that you talk about, like there's general rules, like don't comment on a dish unless you've tried it. But a lot of people do about this because they hear oxtail. They're like, oh, you're eating the tail of an ox? Like, oh, that's weird. But then at the same time, you know, these people would tell me to, you know, have tripe, which is, you know, the intestine of an animal. So I get offended. What is it? Tripe. So I'm just going to say regardless of what color you are i'm a vegetarian eating any meat i'm like Ugh, <laughs> yeah. oh what is that so now you're telling me what the tripe is i was like i've never no, no, heard so, of so, that oxtail, so oxtail is it tripe so oxtail it's it's literally it's just beef so if you're eating it if you've ever had korean short ribs it's almost like that because i've never a, had korean short ribs. oh yeah well you haven't <laughs> obviously you haven't unless they were like vegan short ribs but um it's it's basically like a little bone and it's wrapped with meat and it's, it's stewed it's a wonderful dish it tastes really good um so that that usually um bothers me um what and then in the office that's what i've noticed before like if you have oxtail or anything from back home you're eating in the office and people kind of push your nose in and say what's that it smells good. So yeah, everyone's yeah. curious because it smells ridiculously good. It smells good. It tastes good. It, it's really, really good dish. I suggest everybody try it. It's it's my favorite food. Like if I, would, if I was going to have my last meal, it would be oxtail with rice and peas, two plantains, and um, something called a fried bami. But um, yeah. Some coleslaw. 
Yo, I don't. Sorry, what what's a that? fried bammy? Yo, it's this. How do I describe a bammy? It, it, it's like Other a starchy. I feel like I would eat all of everything you described. Like plantain is so good. Okay, so a bammy is like it's like a starchy kind of. Is it a vegetable or a fruit? Well, I don't know. I just asked you the question. I don't know. I, I don't know what a bammy is. It just tastes delicious when it's fried. It's very, very good. It's it, it's almost like something like a polenta, but it's it's uh, formed into like a. It's cassava. That's it, cassava. That's the mm. thing. Yeah, but it's formed into like a sort of like a patty, like a hamburger patty. Sometimes, like the shape of it, and then you enjoy it. Like you can like cut it into triangles, like a like a like a pita square or a pita, and then you can dip it with your food and enjoy it with your food. It really sops up the gravy from the oxtail, but you know, I digress. We're really getting into this oxtail. You will hear more from me on it, and I'll probably eat it um, one day on this podcast and try to get the smell through the microphone. <laughs> but I, um, I, sorry, Jordan, I'm just gonna say one thing. Like we're talking about food, but you just really bring up this whole other kind of idea of like culturally what we've grown up to eat and how because you just triggered a memory from kindergarten saying like when I was taking like my home meal uh, and then I felt like, you know, kind of odd about eating it because other people were like, what is that? But I completely get, completely get where you're coming at. Oh, oh man. For sure. <laughs> but you know what? Um, I'd like to thank you for joining us. This has been a snippet of the banter that you can expect to hear from the podcast crew. Going forward, we'll be having deeper conversations about tech current events, and we'll also be bringing you this through the eyes of people of color. We'll also be inviting some super special guests to join us and jump in on the banter. So hit subscribe so you don't want to miss out because what we have planned is a really thought-provoking experience. You can also connect with us on our various social platforms. So on Twitter, we're at TechnicallyD. On Instagram, we're at TechnicallyDiverse. And if you prefer to watch, we do have a YouTube channel that shares the same name. So you can follow us at Technically Diverse on YouTube as well. Any ideas, if you do want to send us something, please do. Our email address is technicallydiverse at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Live long and prosper. This has been the Technically Diverse podcast. Remember to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode.